Hello everyone. <laughs> Hi. Um welcome to episode 7 of What's Your Damage Deffy and it has been a while, not gonna lie. It's been a long ass time. I don't think I uploaded anything um over December, which is a really really long time and I wish I had because I really like this. This is like my own small scale therapy and also um, it's free. Um, so actually I do pay for a program to be able to upload them on Spotify. So it's not, I mean, at least it's cheap, let's say. Therapy is really expensive. I don't know if you've ever been to therapy but it's really, really expensive and I'm not currently going to therapy and I think it would help me a lot, but my dad doesn't believe in mental illnesses so, and I'm currently kind of living with him so I can't just go up to him and be like, I need to see a therapist and I used to go to a psychologist and this time I want to be able to find someone that can prescribe me some medication as well so I need a psychiatrist and he I feel like he's very anti-medication as well um you know according to the data I've gathered in like the last 16 years um So, yeah, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I feel like I need it, but then, like, I can't really. Plus, I'm just really fucking busy with all the schoolwork and all that and everything. And it's just, it's really tiring. And it's ironic to be like, oh, I don't have time for therapy. It's, like, very um, stock guy of me, to be honest. But hopefully, maybe... I'll figure something out soon. We'll see. I don't know how the conversation got to this point. Oh, I was talking about how this is like my own little therapy. Um, The thing is I haven't uploaded anything because December is my death month, to be honest, because I have my finals and I also took DSATs and it's, it's just a really messy and chaotic and depressing month for every single student I think it was I completely lost track of time tomorrow is literally the last day of the year and I can't even tell that it is because I I didn't um I wasn't able to get into that festive mood and I wasn't in that Christmas spirit at all because I was just fucking studying and it was just so stressful and once it was the break I was able to see some friends which I'm super grateful for because it was it was really um healing for me because I'd miss them and at school you don't really have any decent friends most of the time so seeing people that I've known for more than 10 years and just having you know a genuinely good time is more than I could ask for um and I feel super grateful 
Um, if you're one of those people, I love you guys. Thank you so much. I had a fucking great time. You have no idea. Um, and I mean, that was good because I was able to read. I was able to watch some new shows and movies. Not that much, but I was able to take lots of naps and just ruin my entire sleep schedule. But I think I deserved it. And in about four days, my break is going to be over and I'm going to back in I'm going to be back in hell, which is just amazing. Um, But yeah, that's basically why I wasn't able to upload anything. Because um, even though this is more of like a commentary and like shit talk kind of podcast, I do try to do a little bit of research at least before I record anything and with all the school stuff, I really wasn't able to. And also, it's just, school is so overwhelming, and it's just so, I don't know, it's just, uh, it makes you so depressed that I really didn't feel like doing anything at all. Like, sometimes I don't even want to watch anything. Like, I'm just, I just want to lay there and just do nothing and watch TikToks, and that's just not okay um but basically yeah i also wasn't able to upload any poems um over december which is like i i can be at my lowest and i'll still upload a poem because you know i am actually more likely to write poems when i'm feeling down and sad or like missing that significant person in my life or whatever you know all that romantic shit but I always write poems it's not like something that I feel like I have to do it's more like it helps me become a more functioning human being and it's I just love shitty poetry and I love writing it it's always a good time and I love putting my thoughts into words because it's just it gives you so much freedom I feel like that's why everyone suggests um journalism when it comes journaling not journalism Jesus Christ um journaling when it comes to um a lot of mental illnesses because it really helps to just because if it's in your head, you just keep making it way, way, way bigger than it actually is. But if you just put it down um, on a paper and if it's just all down there and you can physically see it, um, it's way easier. And it's, and it's really, really helpful. I know how corny it sounds, but it's really helpful. Um, whatever. So I wasn't really that productive. Um, from a artistic perspective however I'm back today and since it's almost 2022 I felt like sharing the best movies I've seen this year with you guys now a little disclaimer that these movies did not necessarily come out in 2021 I just watched them in 2021 So if you feel like you need some commentary on like the newest movies that came out, this is not going to be it. 
also I might by chance talk about a new movie that like came out this year but I cannot promise that it's always going to be a movie that came out in 2021 so just so you know um I thought I could like separate the movies by genre because I use IMDb religiously I just like keeping track of um what I watch and I use IMDb for movies and I use TV time for TV shows just so you know (laughs) that was a little unnecessary but whatever I'll just use IMDb I'll be filtering the movies I've seen this year um, according to genre and I'll just share it with you I'm gonna tell you why I liked it Um, well obviously some genres might just not be included if I have not seen um, a movie that's that genre (laughs) I'm sorry like if you know what I mean I cannot really talk it's been a while Um, but I'll just check each genre and tell you if there are any movies and the best one among those movies so yeah that's just that's gonna be the format and once we're done with the movies maybe as I said actually I don't think I've said that but I might just share some of my new year's resolutions with you guys although I don't do that I'm kind of um against that because um you know I follow a pretty much nihilistic um life path and it's not for me plus most of I mean I think this is for millennials but you know how new year's resolutions is always about oh get a new house get a new car um lose 10 pounds like it is everything that I'm against if you know what I mean it's so capitalist most of the time and with the whole healthy lifestyle thing like about your diet and shit it's so fucked up and toxic I don't even want to talk about it like if I was a I don't remember her name but if I was like talking about societal issues on this podcast I totally talk about it but this whole body positivity and um I don't think I did the emphasis right but who cares I'm bilingual so shut the fuck up um and what was I saying oh and this whole diet culture I talk about that for about two hours and it would be pure hatred and nothing else I'd just be yelling about it throughout the whole thing and I don't think you'd want that but the the point is I am really against those kind of things but maybe I'll share some you know some spiritual stuff some movie goals like what I want to watch what I want to do with my free time blah 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 like books whatever maybe some life goals which is also going to be very um, capitalist but you know what can you do when you live inside of it so yeah that's going to be that's basically how this episode is going to be um but if I come up with 
something else because I usually just wing the episodes. I don't have a specific structure or I don't have a script. Um, That's why I babble a lot and I know you hate it. There's no way you like this um, unless you're in love with me or something, which is also the chances are zero. So let's just get into this stupid little episode. So this year in 2021, I watched 38 movies, which makes 3.16 movies per month, which is not that bad, I think. I watched most of them over summer, I believe. But, you know, just a little statistics for you that I thought could be cool. I don't know. And so let's start talking about my favorites. Yay. Okay, so the first genre, according to IMDb, is action. And I'm gonna go with um, Kill Bill Volume 1 for action for my favorite from the action genre there we go good job Defne um on forming a sentence um I'm gonna go with Kill Bill because oh my god like such a classic I don't want to be I don't want to be a Chad if you know what I mean from my previous episode no the one before the previous episode um about Tarantino movies where I talk about Tarantino movies. I don't want to go in detail. Like, if you want to listen to it, you should totally do it. Um, it's It was a fun episode. I had some technical problems, but it was a good one. And I really liked Kill Bill, although outside of the movie, there are some, you know, very misogynist um, incidents taking place inside the movie. It's a very feminist movie with some really badass women characters that I just loved and like worshipped outside of the bride as well Uma Thurman's character um there were some really strong female leads and it was a great movie it was full of action especially if you like you know more martial arts type of fighting this is the perfect one for you it's packed with action there is no point in this movie where you feel bored i'd say with kill bill volume 2 there might be i kind of got distracted more than i did in kill bill volume 1 and i do have a really short attention span so it might just be me but personally i thought that kill bill volume 1 was better than 2 and there are a lot of cool scenes with like swords and like there's a lot of blood and like violence and you know if you're sensitive to that kind of stuff definitely don't watch it there's a lot of killing and cutting in half and just fucking torture if you know what I mean and if you like that stuff this is perfect and you know how Tarantino has its has his own um unique style so this whole thing is you know um is also filled with his own aesthetic as well and if you like his aesthetic too this is like a perfect thing and if you like um female leads as well also it's amazing um and i really really enjoyed it it was 
I don't really like action movies. Like, I have a really specific taste in action movies. I mean, not really specific, but it's just, if I like it, I like it, but I don't necessarily like it. Like, if it's, for example, when I'm talking to someone, I can just be like, oh my god, I love horror movies. And that's just a fact. Like, I'll, I'll, I can watch the crappiest horror movie and I'll still love it. I, I'll enjoy that time. Um, but with action, I can't just be like, oh, I'm an action movie type of person. Like, I don't say that like I do with horror. But I do watch a little bit of action. Um, let me tell you how many action movies there are that I rate it um, for this year. Um, it's seven movies <laughs> out of 38. So as you can see, I'm not, I'm not an action type of person. So I don't know if you should listen to me. I mean, it's up to you, obviously, but I really enjoyed Kill Bill. And um, if you want to check it out, I mean, if you want to start watching Tarantino, it's a good start as well. Um, it will probably just, um, how do you say it? Like, it might just hire your expectations. So maybe start with a more mediocre Tarantino, like um, Reservoir Dogs, which is his worst movie in my opinion. I hate that movie. And if you've listened to that Tarantino episode, you know it already so I'm sorry for being repetitive but basically my favorite action movie for this year was Kill Bill volume one let's move on the next genre is adventure and I'm not sure if I watched any adventure movies although I'm not sure if there is any difference between adventure and action However, there probably is since, uh, like, a separate adventure genre exists in the first place. So, let me check and I'll come back. Okay, fucking amazing. I watched six adventure movies this year. But, um, I'm really glad I decided to look at the adventure section because... Um, there is a very distinct winner in this category and it's obviously Stand By Me, yay. I, oh my god, I fucking love that movie. It hits the right spot every time. No, I'm kidding. I watched it once and this year was my first time watching it, but I'd heard about it. Um, if you guys don't know, I'm a really big fan of river phoenix and i'm the type of person that just cries over his death um which was way too early um every year um on his um birthday and you know death anniversary which is halloween so it's kind of fucked up for me to cry on halloween but what can you do about it um i love river phoenix with my whole heart and his character is just it's full of emotions that movie that movie is perfect and it gave me so much comfort it gives you like um it vibes as well probably because the books of these movies 
were both written by Stephen King. So he really has that good old, um, we used to have this really strong friendship and we went on a dangerous trip, but we, we just bonded and it was emotional and then we grew up and we were separated, blah, blah, blah. He just makes that fucking theme work every fucking time and I'm here for it. I love the book It. I love the movie It as well. Both versions, the new one and the old one. And I loved Stand By Me. I didn't read the book. However, the movie was so good. The soundtrack, that fucking song Stand By Me. I love that song, by the way. It's like, ugh. It gives me memories and it makes me happy and it it brings me comfort. And I want to listen to that um, on a road trip that I'm taking for my honeymoon, if you know what I mean. Like, I have this really specific fantasy about that song. However, it's... I feel like it has no age. Like, you can watch Stand By Me at any age and you'll enjoy it and you'll have tears in the end and you're gonna have a fucking good time. I promise. If you don't, please don't talk to me. Like, if you don't like that movie, please don't fucking talk to me. Because how can you not like that movie? The the feeling of friendship, the feeling of belonging, which are some really important values to me. Therefore, I love to see it in movies. It was a really good one. Um, it has that 80s feeling as well, except for River's character. I know I talk about River like very biased, biasedly and like, is that a fucking word? whatever um it was very river focused up to this point but the other kids were super cute and sweet and they bonded really well as well like all of them as a group I loved all the actors I'm just more familiar with river so I was just talking about him but obviously every other character had its own unique um attraction um in their own way and I love this movie if you want to watch a feel good but gonna make you cry your balls out at the end but also really cute friendship and also like a nice little adventure type of movie definitely check this out and it was one of the best movies I've ever seen it, it wouldn't make it to top 10 but I feel like it would make it to like top 20 or 25 let alone my 2021 favorites so you should definitely check it out for a good crying time um okay so the next genre is adventure no fuck it's not adventure (laughs) sorry i just talked about adventure the next genre is animation and i didn't think i would have any movies for this um except for the alvin and the chipmunks movie that i rewatched for like the 15th time yesterday um, but no, I do have a really distinct favorite once again that I watched for the first time this year. This movie is Soul. It was made in 2020, I think, and it's about a jazz pianist. Is that how you fucking say it? Yeah, I think so. Um, that gets trapped between Earth and Afterlife and uh, in New York and I know how stupid this all sounds but I think it's from the producers of Inside Out 
So you have that very wholesome feeling. And we actually watched this in Turkish class um, in, I think, February or March or whatever at some point this year. And I wasn't really interested in it because online school made me want to kill myself in general. But I did end up watching it and loving it. Like it was, I don't even watch animation, but it was um, really fascinating and it made me so emotional and the art was beautiful, absolutely. And it's, um, the main character is, is is a person of color as well. And the main characters are all, people of color and I really appreciated that because you know how rare that is in Disney movies and I was really happy about it I was really happy about like I when I watched this movie I just realized how progressive um, Disney is becoming even though it's way too slow Um, it should be way faster I'm aware but to see that little change you know comparing to fucking Snow White or something it was amazing to see that, you know, animators are doing a way, way, way better job at including different minorities. And, you know, same with Brave. I don't know if you guys know the background story of Brave, the Disney movie about the about Merida, the, the red-haired crazy princess that does not have a prince for the first fucking time which is a Disney movie, it's made by, I think, was her name Alice? Or it, it started with an A, but basically this girl, this woman, is like, she majors in animation and then she comes up with this story of Brave. I'm not talking about Soul right now, I'm sorry. Um, But she, she comes up with this story and she was like, what if they, what if a princess didn't have a fucking prince to save her for once because it's the fucking 21st century. So she comes up with this character and she comes up with the movie Brave and I love that movie so much. Like, um, it is, again, a very big step towards getting there um, on Disney's behalf. And Soul was, like, Soul made me feel the same, even stronger because the representation didn't feel awkward or inaccurate so I was really happy with it although I don't really obviously um, get to have a say in it but I think most people really liked it and they didn't find anything um, disturbing or you know the representation wasn't wrong since I've read a lot of critics by people of color as well it was so smooth it was definitely a feel-good movie and I loved every part of it um so yeah if you want to watch a good animation movie with a good story as well and with some representation as well uh, this is for you I loved it you should definitely check it out okay so the next genre is biography and I watched one movie that was a biography this year but I really, really liked that movie, so I would, I feel like I would put it as my favorite, um, no matter how many movies there were, um, but I only watched 
one biography movie and it was the salt of the earth this is a documentary movie do they do they call it mockumentary no i i think that's wrong it has like this combined name for it whatever it was a documentary movie um i don't do i even have to say movie it was a documentary guys about a photographer called sebastiao salgado and he is a magnificent photographer he has a very unique style and aesthetic but what's so unprecedented about this guy is that his photos have a big background story and an important message he takes photos to um, bring awareness about indigenous people environmental issues um working class and minorities in general and he goes to these crazy places that no other white old male photographer would never ever go and he he makes sure that she actually hears the people there like he doesn't just go there and take the pictures and goes back home like he lives with them for months and years sometimes and he gets the photos meanwhile but he also makes sure that he talks to those people and in this documentary he also talks about their stories their lives what we should do and what it what all these things mean to him and it was a beautiful movie and i think you should definitely watch it if you have any interest in indigenous perspectives or environmental issues you definitely check it out and it's it was beautiful and i appreciated his work and everything is done a lot like i i it was the first time i heard of his name and it's all right if it's your first time too but you should definitely check out some of his work and like the synopsis um of each picture at least if you don't have time to watch the documentary or if you're just not feeling like it at least like just just search his name and read some of the stuff that he's done um some of the places he's, he's gone to and you'll really appreciate his work too i feel like and then you'll want to watch a documentary and it was a really interesting documentary as well like it wasn't a documentary documentary it wasn't boring um like we sometimes assume with documentaries um so yeah definitely check it out yeah that was it <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying right now but let's move on to the next genre okay so the the next category is um comedy and i watched a lot of movies um from this genre and it was hard to pick favorites i mean a favorite one um singular and so i'm gonna go with two if that's okay and i think it should be because it's my own fucking podcast and i can do whatever i want <laughs> i'm kidding guys i'm not that aggressive right now don't worry i was just trying to make it funny for you but it never works so let's talk about the movies and i want to say i tell the number of movies that i watch from this genre 
but I just lost my trust to IMDb right now because under comedy, we have Marley and me, which I do not understand. Like, how is that a comedy, dude? I wanted to kill myself after watching that movie. And it's so fucked up because I watched that movie right after um, I got broken up with. (laughs) Um, And it was the worst night of my entire life already because I'd, like, fought with this person the entire night. And then I'd woken up and I'd had this really empty and suicidal day. And after that, we decided to watch Marley and Me. I don't know why my stepmom came up with the idea or my sister I don't remember or maybe I wanted to do it too because I had no idea about the ending and it was a feel-good movie for a while until the end and then the end fucked me up I'm not gonna give you spoilers but if you've seen the movie you'll know what I'm talking about and I'm sorry you had to go through that because it was a nightmare to me as well and yeah But, so I'm not going to tell you the number of movies I've seen because some of the movies are inaccurate in my opinion. But, the first movie is We're the Millers. Oh my god, let's talk about that movie. That's so hilarious. First of all, the cast is amazing. Second of all, Emma Roberts. I love that woman with my entire heart. I'd just... I would give an organ to be a cleaning lady or whatever in Emma Roberts's house if you know what I mean like I just I have a crush on her like I'm not I'm not kidding like I have a crush on her as a woman who's attracted to women and men she is oof, like man I love her so much I love every character she plays because I feel like she actually gives them the character like it's it's like she always adds something to her characters like from herself well whatever and it's just a hilarious movie it's about this guy this drug dealer that's like supposed to make a shipment across mexico across the mexican border let's say um a weed shipment and he has to have like a fake family in order to um, get less attention from the police while crossing the border for some reason he thinks that's like the most logical idea which I mean it does make sense honestly but whatever we follow them the people he has gathered and their adventure um this throughout this um dangerous journey or whatever but it's hilarious guys i have it gave me so much serotonin the the waterfalls um part if you know what i mean it's so hilarious every time i feel bad i just like go back to it and watch it because it's so hilarious. Some of the jokes in it, like the characters, dude, the characters, the cast, I'm telling you. Like Jennifer Aniston and shit. The the dude with um spectacular eyebrows. I don't I can't remember his name right now, but I love him and I'm so attracted to him. You guys have no idea. But 
he has such a funny character. I love him in that movie. It's so fucking funny. I love it. And the main dude as well. The guy, he's an SNL as well, I think. Um, but I don't really watch SNL that much. Uh, kind of never, to be honest. Everyone thinks I watch SNL because I have the vibes, but I don't watch SNL. I probably follow every person that takes part in SNL, but I never actually watch the actual thing. Um, whatever. But it's hilarious and you should definitely check it out. You're gonna have such a good time if you feel down or whatever. It was definitely my favorite that I watched this year. And the other one was Palm Springs. It's actually a new movie. It either came out in 2019 or 2020 or 2021. It has Andy Samberg in it. Do I need any... Do I have to say any other... I don't know, like, reason to watch it? I don't think so. Andy Samberg is enough. I have the biggest crush on him. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, fucking amazing. And it's all because of him. And Captain Holt, I don't remember the guy's name... Um, I don't remember Andy's character's name because I have a really fucked up memory. But Andy is great in this movie. This movie is about two wedding guests. Um, it's heterosexual. One woman and one man. Um, meeting at a wedding and they get stuck in this loop. And they live the same day every day. And it does get emotional. But... It's also very hilarious, I think, mainly because of Andy. But it's it's a really funny movie and it's a really feel good and like it's it's just a good time. It has summery vibes because it takes place in summer and it's just amazing in general. We we liked it. If if it's if it's gonna make you watch it, Ipek loved it too. We both loved it and we watched it together and it was a good time. If you ask her, she'll say the same. If she doesn't, she's lying. Ipek, stop lying. Okay. So, it was another amazing movie in comedy. Um, and I definitely say you should watch it. And you won't regret it. Same with We're the Millers. Ugh. I just I just love comedy, guys. Sorry. I got I got taken away. But yeah, that was it for the comedy genre. Okay, the next genre is crime. And oh my god, another distinct winner for this category. And it's Ocean's 8. Yes, let me get the applause from the LGBT. Because that movie, oh my god, it's so fun. It's so fucking smart. Okay, not that smart maybe. But it it just, it's it takes you away. And it just... The, the cast, can we talk about the cast? You know how people are like, why didn't you watch the original Ocean's Eleven? Well, Chad, because Ocean's Eight has a better, way, way, way better cast. Have you seen the women in Ocean's Eight, Chad? I don't know about you, but I really like women and I love watching them. Not in a creepy way, in a super consensual way. And that movie was so fun and it was so powerful. Like, it was amazing. And to be completely honest, if I hadn't um, realized my sexuality in seventh grade, this movie would have been the time. 
this movie would have opened my eyes. That's how powerful it was. But it's about eight women trying to successfully execute a heist to a bank? No, not a bank. I think from like this big fashion show, there's going to be like this big diamond and they try to steal that basically. And they come up with this really elaborate plan and they try to execute it. And it has a bit of comedy too. The characters are super quirky and unique and like you just have interest in every single one of them. Like no one feels like the main character and you just kind of want to see what happens to each of them. So it's really great and it's a very colorful movie um, character wise. Like you, you can find all types of personalities in there and they just work with such great um, balance and like how do you say it like rhythm that it's really great and again the cast I mean do I have to say more like Rihanna is in the movie dude I don't I don't think you need another reason to watch it Um, but also Lou Miller definitely yes yes ma'am okay let's talk about the other genre well the other genre is actually documentary and I think it's also since um, the salt of the earth is a documentary, I it's it's also the winner for the documentary category as well. Also, a movie, I mean a documentary that I did not put in IMDb. This, if you if you search black holes on Netflix. The first thing that comes up about the Event Horizon, definitely check that out. It was one of the favorite documentaries I watched. One of my favorite documentaries this year. I watched it like a few weeks ago, to be honest. And honestly, it was amazing. It was so good. You have no idea. Um, I have a really big interest in black holes and it's I mean space in general space is the only reason that I like physics so much um I don't like it that much but like the whole space aspects of it I can talk about anyone no I can listen to anyone talking about astrophysics for like an entire day and I wouldn't get bored I just listen to them and I like genuinely listen to them while also being very attracted to them because I think being smart is like the hottest thing ever, but whatever, that's another subject. Um, It basically tells you how, if you remember this, a group of people were, a group of scientists, may I say, were able to take, capture a picture of a black hole in 2019. Um, and it was a sensational um, incident. You probably saw it, even though you like, even if you're not interested in space. Um, and it this documentary tells us the story of how it was done, basically, and and the whole adventure, the whole journey that took them there. And it's super interesting. If you're interested in astrophysics, maybe you've seen it. But if you missed it, you should definitely check it out. I'm sure you'll have a good time and 
you'll understand the stuff going on as well because I personally have no knowledge of like extra um, technical terms about physics or astrophysics but I still understood um, a big portion of it so definitely check it out if you are if you have an interest or if you feel like you want to get into this stuff a little more this year um, in this new year um, go check it out I definitely suggest it okay the next genre is drama oh, oh boy okay um, we also have another very distinct winner for this one and it's Dead Poets Society a minute of silence because this movie guys I don't have any words but I'm supposed to talk so I'll try to like come up with the right words first of all there is no way I can explain how intense I feel about this movie like I cannot do that with words um but I can just like kick the air or something and you would understand but I love that movie and I watched it in June I think and since then it's definitely one of my favorite movies it would make it to top five I'm pretty sure and it explains my own personality in a in such a I don't know like in such a detailed way if if someone was like tell me like okay if someone was like tell me who you are as a movie like if if you were if your personality was a movie what movie would it be I would definitely say Heather's Dead Poets Society and The Breakfast Club and Edward Scissorhands and that would be that would be perfect yeah that would be the perfect answer that's literally who I am as a person those movies like if I were a movie they would be me very very clearly so yeah it means a lot to me the characters the atmosphere the whole boarding school vibes going on but like very romantically and very emotionally strong and the teacher oh my god um robin williams i hope i remember his name correctly because it won't be nice if i don't like the dude literally killed himself like i can have a little respect right i hope i remember his name right um so his role and like the way he just like his character and like the boys and how they bonded and how the teacher changed their lives and like the whole carpe diem and like how they like it's such a feel-good movie until the last 20 minutes of it if i were you i would if, if you're not like such a curious person and if you wouldn't die without knowing the end I would stop the movie like 20 minutes beforehand and I'd just pretend like that was the end and I'd just end the movie right there. There is a theater scene after that, just stop the movie, be like, oh, this movie is over. It was a good one. Let's give it a 10. Let's keep smiling. Let's keep it happy. Yeah. But if you watch the entire movie, you're going to have your heart torn into pieces 
and it's gonna be hard to recover. Let me tell you that it's gonna be really hard to recover, but it's it makes you cry your fucking eyeballs out. Um, and it's it touches a spot for sure. Um, and I don't want any movie to touch that part ever again, to be honest, because um, that poet society owns it. And it just really reminds me of myself, the characters, the atmosphere, the whole thing. It just reminds me of myself, hence it gives me comfort um, a lot. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I belong, which does not happen very often. I don't want to pull the good old, I'm a creep, I'm a weirdo. No one else gets me, but I, I do tend to feel excluded in many social interactions and this movie does a great job at making me feel like I matter and I belong to somewhere. If I feel like I don't belong to anywhere, I can just watch that movie and feel like I belong. Same with The Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's, that movie also makes me feel the exact same way. I did not watch that movie in 2021. So, I mean, not at least like for the first time. Um, I watched it for the second time this year and definitely check that out too, by the way, if you haven't. And those two, oh, by the way, me as a movie would also be the perks of being a wallflower for sure. That movie too. Like they, they're kind of in the same color palette, if you know what I mean. Like the perks of being a wallflower in Dead Poets Society. And they're just amazing. They're fucking amazing. And I just... They're me, I'm them, I belong there, you know? It's, they're masterpieces. And if you don't like it, please don't talk to me. Once again, like, you don't have to talk to me, you know? Like, we can just, we can just end it there. If you don't like neither of these movies. Because I'll kind of hate you. And I'll call you a heartless, stone-cold bitch. Like, I'm sorry, but I will whatever watch dead poet society cry a little do some um gay shipping and it's all gonna be good so just so you know i will be skipping some of these genres like sports or musical because i just don't watch those genres or for some genres like sci-fi I just don't have a favorite at all like I have seen some movies from that genre but I just didn't like them so some of these genres I might skip um but the next one is fantasy and I hate fantasy just so you know I do not like it at all I cannot read fantasy I cannot watch fantasy and it's just not for me I like miserable real life people I like reading about them I like watching them I like real life stuff um, because it gives me a better chance to empathize with people and understand people more and just live many different lives while sitting in my bed and I just love that and I love relating to some stuff. I don't like wizards and weird magic stuff but I do respect you if you like them. Would, I mean, it does make you kind of a geek, I guess, but I'm completely fine with that. And, however, Spider-Man No Way Home that came out this year apparently counts as fantasy as well. 
as well as action and um, mystery, I guess. I don't know. And so basically I watched that like five days ago. And let me tell you how good it was. First of all, obviously, if you haven't seen Spider-Man Homecoming or actually you might have to watch all of the Spider-Mans, like the very, very, like the 20, no, like the 2001 Toby one, the Andrew ones, the Toby ones as well, by the way, that's like a trilogy. And then the sequel of The Amazing Spider-Man and then Homecoming and Far From Home, the Tom Holland ones. You might have to watch them beforehand, but if you have seen them and you haven't seen No Way Home yet, I would say take your time. It just came out, but no, I will not say that. Please just go to the nearest theater right now and just watch it. Like, please watch it. It was such a fucking roller coaster it was the best thing i've seen this year it was the best movie that was made in this century and i stand by that um it was so good oh my god the, the it was so iconic it was everything we needed and it was sad as fuck i wanted to fucking scream i wanted to cry from sadness and happiness and it was a masterpiece. And if you, if you, if you underestimate, if you make fun of um, superhero movies, first of all, fuck you and your superiority complex. Also, fuck you once again. And I don't love you. I hope you die. I'm kidding. But I okay. Like I'm fine with anyone not liking a genre, but especially with this whole superhero genre, like. If okay, not liking it, not enjoying is is one thing, but if you are a pretentious asshole, that that kind of like while talking about how much you don't like superhero movies, you kind of sound like oh, cause I'm too good for them and I'm too grown up for them. That's when I say fuck you. Okay, there's a difference. There's a difference. Like being like let's just not my type of thing is one thing. But being like, oh, I'm too good for it. I mean, why do you guys watch it in the first place? It's so stupid. Like, shut up. They're full of emotions. Peter Parker makes me feel things. Okay? Okay. It was amazing. You should definitely check it out. 10 out of 10. Great. I don't have words, honestly. It's it's magically beautiful. Um, next one. Next genre, best genre, horror. Let's go. So for horror, I have a trilogy. I, actually, I didn't like the third one. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I so know that it's not my type of shit. Okay. The thing that I'm going to talk about came out this year, which is good for you if you want some new movie recommendations. It's Fear Street on Netflix, made by Netflix. Um, that has Sadie Sink in it. It is... Amazing. If you like some classic horror, some slasher type of um, horror that, I mean, if you like Scream, for example, or if you like Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Friday the 13th, Halloween, these kind of old classics and, you know, a horror movie that has all the cliche aspects of a horror movie, um, you should definitely check out Fear Street. 
I am against cliches most of the time, but sometimes they bring you comfort. I look for cliches in slasher movies. When I'm watching a slasher movie, I want to see some of those very repetitive and specific things while I'm watching it. Okay, like I'm, I'm, I have taste. And Fear Street was really good. Like it, it's, it's, it came out in 2021, but it has lots of references and it's kind of, it doesn't really, it's not experimental at all. Like it just sticks to that good old um, classic horror slasher movie structure, if you know what I mean. And it was very enjoyable. It was very fun. I had a really good time. The jump scares were amazing. It's basically about, okay, so there's 1994, Fear Street 1. The second one is 1978. And the third one is 1666. So it talks about like, okay, so there is this like evil thing going on in 1994. And then these kids, these teenagers try to figure out how this thing came to their town and like the history of it. And then they find some people who have experienced the same thing a while ago and then we follow their story going back in 1978 and then we go back to the very root of that evil thing going around the town in the 1666 one um, which I haven't seen yet but I've seen 1994 and 1978 1978 was my favorite because I like 70s and 80s stuff and um, summer camp horror movies a lot, summer camp slasher movies. Um, hence, I made a very specific episode called um, slasher movies, horror movies to watch over summer. I think you should definitely check that episode out. I like, I liked, I I enjoyed recording that because I have a specific interest in um, slasher movies in. No, slasher movies that take place in summer camps that were made in 70s and 80s or have that atmosphere like Fear Street Part 2, 1978. Um, even though it was made in 2021. I'm literally bullshitting right now. But yeah, the, the, the main point is definitely check it out. If you want to get into horror, I'd say... I mean, don't start with the thing that kind of like references the original I'd say start with the original but however you want if you feel like starting with something that's new and like that's more contemporary that's like a Netflix thing you can watch it and then if you get interested and if you want to watch where all those classical aspects come from then you can watch the good old classic horror movies but however you want hey guys um the last one is the last genre is romance, um, and my favorite movie was definitely Before Sunrise. It was made in the 90s, however, I watched it this year, in the beginning of this year, in fact, um, with my stepmom and my sister, and it was a great time. We were having a wine ladies' night, um, and the movie was just amazing. It was... I was able to relate to the movie a lot, like, on an emotional level, not, like, not event-wise, but, like, the characters and, like, 
how characters describe the feeling of falling in love or how they're experiencing that feeling and all that. It is great. It takes place in, I mean, technically multiple places, but let's say Vienna, because I think they're in Vienna, right? So like they, okay, heterosexual, once again, one man, one woman, (laughs) one woman, and they meet um, at a train um, on a trip, not a trip. Okay, let's say just on a train, okay? And I'm sorry, I'm pissing myself off because I'm annoying. Um, So they meet super randomly. The dude is just like, oh, what are you reading? Oh, I'm reading this. Oh, can I sit here? The couple next to me is really loud and they meet. And then the guy's like, okay, I don't think I'll ever see you again, but I really want to. So do you just want to like come with me? in the next station and just we can just walk around and like discover the city and then she hesitates a little because you know a complete stranger a male that wants to hang out with you in a city that you have never been to sure why not sounds super safe to me but it's supposed to be a romantic movie so she just says okay to it and you don't really worry about it because it's Ethan Hawke and He's such a babe, so you don't really worry about it because, you know, who cares if the guy's a psychopath or a murderer if he's hot? You know what I mean? Um, So they just spend a really good time, a really romantic time in the city. And then they just decide to meet every year in that very same place just once a day because they only get to spend one day and they can never see each other again because they just have different lives so she is just like i know i can't be with you like that you i we can't have a consistent relationship but meet me at this exact spot um next year today next year today and they just agree on that kind of weird i would go crazy i would cry i would beg him not to leave but Of course, sometimes it just works like that. I don't know. They just don't want to ruin the magic with like, I don't know, their routine lives, I guess. I don't really get the logic, but that's just what they agree on. And what can you say? It's a trilogy before sunrise, before midnight, before something, something. I forgot, Um, but I only watched the first one and it was a really good one. It was full of emotions. The whole, like the the cinematography, the woman, Ethan Hawke. It's it's just, they're great. The woman is beautiful as well. I loved her acting as well. I love both of their actings. And it was just so romantic. And it was so sweet. And if you're a hopeless romantic like me, myself, you would love it a lot. And I feel like you've already probably seen it. But... If you're looking for a romantic movie to watch and you haven't um, come across a good one lately, this one might be the one for you. And you can just watch the trilogy as well, which I want to do ASAP. So maybe we can watch it together. Let me know. (laughs) And yeah, that was it. It was a great movie. 10 out of 10. So the movie related part of this is over. Um, Maybe I can talk about some New Year's resolutions. Yay. No one is interested in this, but, you know, if you feel like listening to me a little more, why not? 
I mean, this year was pretty fucked up, but it was also really good. Like, I experienced so many things that I did not think I would. And I filled so many emotions that I did not think I would, I was able to feel. I didn't think I was capable of feeling so much, so much love, so much, um, I don't know, like all of it. I just felt a lot this year. And, but I mean, as like in 2022 resolutions, I would say not getting kicked out of the house because it happened to me twice this year. Both of the times it wasn't my fault. It was just my fucked up family. However, um, I hope that does not happen again this year because it's it wasn't the best, to be honest. Um, and I had, I experienced a really, really big heartbreak, which I wouldn't say that I'm completely over it. But I hope that does not happen again, actually, like ever in my life. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes you get so heartbroken that you're like, okay, fuck love. I never want to go through this again. I'm never falling in love again. Yeah, it's kind of that, but not that exactly. Whatever. So I hope that doesn't happen either. So academically, I would say I hope I get to survive IB. So in 2022, I hope I can work to achieve my goals um i hope i can study more i don't not more frequently but more productively i would say you know how they say work smarter not harder that kind of thing i hope i can have some acceptances by the by this time next year Although I don't think so because I want to study in the US and the acceptances arrive at like April, I think. At? In April. So, um, I don't know. But still, I hope I'll have achieved some things that will truly make me happy. Not just some grade-focused bullshit. And I hope I can watch some really great movies. Some really great tv shows i read 23 books this year i think excluding manga i read a lot of manga this year um but i hope i can read at least 25 in 2022 i don't think i'll be able to because it's kind of gonna overlap with my senior year and i don't think I, I've met any senior that was capable of reading decently, which they have every right to not be able to read decently because I feel like I will gonna die in my senior year, but I'm not there yet, so that's kind of future deafness problem, not mine, but I hope I can read some really cool books as well because this year I read some really cool books that really just shaped my personality and I was really able to relate to that made me feel things to be simple um I would talk about my 2021 book favorites as well but this is not a book channel although I'd love to do that I still have this very big dream of mine to have a youtube channel with Ipek um a booktube channel to be exact and maybe that'll happen too but I don't think neither of us um has time for it so 
But who knows? Sometimes miracles happen. You never know. I never thought I'd have this podcast, but I do. And is it? It does it have the most um, amazing schedule? No. Is it kind of a mess? Yes. Can it be more structured? Definitely. But you know, it's just it's just me, and I'm just finding my way through it. Um, same with the poetry account, which only like two of you know about, and it'll stay that way. I hope, okay, this is one of my New Year resolutions, (laughs) that sounded Canadian, Um, resolutions as well. I hope no one figures out my poetry account in 2022 because it's way too personal and it's going to cause way too much trouble if some specific people, some particular people find out about it. So I hope they don't. Um... Another resolution can be, I hope I can go a lot deeper in my own spiritual journey in my, you know, sense-wise and kind of like feelings-wise and kind of, you know, you know that spiritual journey, you know, I hope I get to connect more with the universe and if you don't believe in this stuff, you're laughing at me right now, but I don't care you're dumb, you don't get it, and that's your problem, but that's my own wish, so, yeah, and do I have, I hope I can just um, cleanse myself from people in my life that I do not need, that I feel like I have to be close to just because of some stupid hierarchy, Um, I hope I can just manage to stay away from them and not push myself to hang out with them. I'd say definitely I hope I prioritize what's actually good for me and my soul and I hope I don't let anyone hurt me or feel worthless or feel like plan B um, or feel like I don't matter, my ideas don't matter. Because a lot of people made me feel that way this year. And I hope I don't come across a new one. And I hope I can just kick them out. Kick the ones that already that already are in my life. I'm sorry, my parents are talking loudly. So I can't really focus. But that's another goal for 2022. I hope I can just truly have a good time with the people that I like and I don't push myself to have a good relationship with people that I don't like. I hope I can finally release myself from the chains of what other people think of me and I can just truly be myself around people and I hope I can get rid of my people pleaser um, like trait let's say, because, I mean, I have been getting rid of it actively since, like, sixth grade, and I've been doing a really good job, I've been doing a really good job um, slowly not caring about what other people think of me, but obviously when you're in high school, it's kind of impossible to just get rid of that 100%, maybe I'll never be able to do that, maybe even when you're old, because you're always surrounded by people and if they're judgy people you'll always care but I hope I can finally manage to manage to not care 
Um, I hope I can, um, I'm not going to say I hope I can get rid of my anxiety because it, it's kind of impossible. So I'm going to say I hope I am able to um, learn how to live with my anxiety in a better way. I hope I can consciously acknowledge the fact that anxiety is actually just the body response to protect yourself and I can maybe stop seeing it as an enemy and more like a thing that actually works for me that I but that I sometimes exaggerate because of some certain situations and just my personality I guess and I hope everyone else also just has a good time and don't like doesn't fucking mess with me and just you know lives peaceful like I I hope no one ever has beef with anyone because it happens a lot at school it's always like someone's talking talking about someone else and they're gossiping about this person oh this person's so ugly don't you think what she's wearing today is ridiculous oh is she talking about me are they talking about my clothes whatever like it's I hope that fucking ridiculous thing is over this year i hope we're so busy with school that no one ever fucking talks about stupid shit like this and everyone can just feel free to wear what they want to wear say what they want to say um in a not disturbing way towards other people um so yeah i hope people can just be their best selves without bothering anyone else without being cocky arrogant selfish blah 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 all that i hope i'm able to do that too again if you guys listened up to this part thank you so much for listening to me just nag and not really do anything but thank you so much and also to everyone who's been here um for me in 2021 Thank you so much. You mean a lot to me. You know, I don't really know who is listening. So I can't just 100% be like, oh my God, I love you so much. Because maybe I don't. But I feel like if you know, you know that I love you. Like if I feel like if you feel like I'm talking about you, then you're probably right. I, but if you hesitate, it's probably not you. I love you. Thank you so much for being there. Um. Thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you so much for listening to this. And I don't know, like just if no one listened to it, I wouldn't still be recording new episodes. So thank you so much for existing and listening and caring about what I think about movies, even though I'm like the stupidest person I've ever met. Um, so you mean a lot. If you need anything, I'm here always. As I always say, if you want to give any feedback, I'm always here. You can always just dm text whatever don't call preferably because i don't really like it when people call me it's stressful but any other form of communication is fine i'll listen to it i'll take it nicely and i'll just try to apply it in my own little way i hope you also have a really peaceful healthy happy new year with all your loved ones you matter and no matter what other people says say oh my god fucking grammar 
no matter what other people say, it's always going to be true. You're always going to matter. You're always going to be valid. Just know that. Make sure you prioritize your well-being in a way that won't hurt other people, I guess. Um, And have a really, really amazing 2022. Have the best fucking year. I'm not kidding. I hope you have a really good year. I hope you can just get what you want without being annoying um and just have a really awesome amazing new year so happy new year i love you take care see you on the next episode bye